Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. We've got a caller in the queue. Eight three two area code. We're going to be getting to you shortly. But first, uh, we want to let everybody know how to get a hold of us that hasn't called in yet. Nine one four three three eight zero one six four is the call number. Press one if you would like to speak with us. And um, another caller has come in. So get her in the queue as well. Um, We would love it if you joined us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, whereby you can follow us as well. Um, There's a a way to follow us on Blog Talk Radio too, but the better accounts are on our Facebook and Twitter profiles. Um, And again, those can be reached via our homepage, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. So first is 832, area code. And we are lining up this morning. Okay. Hi, 832, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Yes. Um, yes, I have a, um, um, is this for spiritual, I mean, like for reading? Y- yes, if that's what you'd like. What's your name? Okay, well, yes, I have, uh, What's my name? My name is Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Where are you calling yeah, from? Yeah, I'm. I'm, not, I'm kind of from Houston. Okay. And and the, my my question is, I have a like a lot going on in my life, and and it's like a lot of things that's happening at once, and I just wanted to know this, you know, anything positive that's coming you know, coming to me. Uh, real soon. So you're having some stress right now in your life. Mm-hmm. Stress in your life. What's your birth date? It's uh, 11-25-58. 1958. Mm-hmm. What? 25. 1-1-2-5-1-9-5-58, right? 11-25? Yes, 1958. Okay. So we've got to figure out a couple things here. You're... 325. Just out of curiosity, um, Lisa, do you have, a, were you raised in a religious background? Did you have, go to church? Yes, I was. Like Baptist, Christian? Uh, mostly Baptist. Baptist. Well, that's what I was picking up mm-hmm. from your voice. So I just wanted to establish that as a vibration I was getting before before um, we get into the reading. Oh, okay. So, 
So you were Baptist. You were actually Baptist. Yeah. Do you still go to church? No, I don't. I didn't think so. Okay. So you're more into the spiritual thing than the religious thing at this point. And you just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're 63 years old. And you're in the middle of a change. You know, uh, What's my Lisa, to determine... Well, to determine how to answer your question, we have to go back just a little bit for briefly time. When you were 32 years old, that's your karmic number in age two. So in 1990, can you explain what happened at that year? Between 1990 uh, 19, and 1991. Um... Mm, <laughs> uh, I can't really remember what happened back to me in 1990 or 91. Um, because okay. that's, that's before my, yeah, because in 1990 and 90, that's before my father passed. My father passed in 95. So okay. I was going, probably yeah. going through a lot of stuff in 1991 too. And are you divorced? Uh, I've never been married. Do you have children? children? I have one daughter. Daughter, yeah. yeah. So if you have a daughter and you've never been married, is the man, the father of the daughter, is he vacant? Is he gone? No, he's still here. here. But he, is he I mean, absent from the life of your daughter? I think that's what you mean, right? Yeah. It, is, it, uh, are you still living with him? Yes, I am. Oh, you're living with a you're guy. You're living with him, but you never got married, and he's the father of your daughter, Okay. Okay. What we're doing is we're doing a background check to answer your question for the present moment and the future moment. That's what we're doing, Lisa. Um, Okay. And so what we're discovering is that there's a little bit of trouble in the relationship department. Um, So that would mean that there might be some attitude that you're having trouble with either finances right now, homing, that kind of thing, because what you're doing, mm-hmm. what's going so is that, pro, is that true? Yes, that's true. Yeah. So, see, what's happening is that you've come into this world this time with some troubling relationship problems, which could occur with people or with, like, organizations, like debt collectors, things like this. So you have a problem in that regard. Part of it, part of it is due to an earlier background somewhere that you brought in karmically in this lifetime, not necessarily with you, but somebody with an alcohol problem. Who had the alcohol problem in your background? Um, well, I know my, my boyfriend, he had, he had an alcohol problem, and my daddy, he did drink, too. Father. So. I thought it was father. I yeah. Father, so but. you see, the two men in your life, your father and your boyfriend, had an alcohol problem. So that now we're going to trace that to where we are in the present to figure out how to get you out of your mess. Because right now, as a figure, as one figure alone... I'm seeing $8,000. 
I don't know where it's coming from yet. We don't know. We don't have to know. But we're seeing it pop up right now, $8,000. Now, maybe that makes sense to you. Maybe it doesn't. Is it, could it be a savings or a debt that you owe? Uh, well, I have been putting, like, you know, positive energy out into the, to the universe that, you know, I need to manifest a certain amount of money. <laughs> yeah. And so is that, is that $8,000 ring true in terms of what you're trying it's, to manifest? It's close to it. It's, yeah, it's close to it. Okay. What's the figure you were thinking? The figure I was thinking was more like $5,000. Well, five. Okay. Then we're even Probably. above your mark. But that's okay. your karmic, I mean, that's your master number. Yeah. You're a five. That's what you're trying to manifest, mm-hmm. 5,000. Now, Lisa, uh-huh. now here's the thing. What you're trying to manifest and what we're trying to see with the brief validations we got regarding, uh, you know, your financial problems and the alcohol, that just serves as validations. So now when we jump forward, you manifesting 5000 somewhere is probably going to come true. I don't know where it's coming from yet, but it could go as much as 8000 Would you happen to have 3000 The difference is 3000 So would you happen to have 3000 anywhere? Is that in any savings? Yes, it is. Okay. So now you manifesting 5000 is probably going to happen. I don't know how yet, but according to the reading, that seems to be what's going on. What's interesting, too, about that is that she's got three. Her karmic number is 32. So an additional two, there you go. It's her five. Yeah. I don't know how you would manifest it. You know, manifesting could come in, oh, you get an inheritance. Oh, you're old money. Oh, you win the lottery. Oh, you know, there may be... We don't know where it's coming from yet, the substance of where it's coming from. But do you live anywhere near water? Is there any water nearby your environment? Uh, no, it's not. Have you had any water problems in your home? Um, I don't care how far you've got to go back. I've got to find an issue with water. Um, I had water problems probably about a couple months ago. Okay, that's that's works. And what was the nature of the water problem? It was uh, some pipes had busted. Okay, that's enough validation for us. But that negative validation is serving to be positive validation for your money coming in. We're trying to trace to figure out where it's coming from. Is there a specific purpose for this $5,000? Are you just wanting to have it as a savings in case you need it for an emergency or something? Well, I was trying to, uh, I had well, I had bought a car from someone, and he cheated me out of, the, um, like, $5,000, and I was trying to, you know, get it back because I bought a car from him, and the car turned out to be not a good car, and now, you know, I can't reach him, and 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 he's not aware, you know, nowhere available. So that's why I was trying to, you know, trying to see if I could manifest something to get me a better transportation and stuff. Just, just out of curiosity, though, I mean, is there any way that you can, I mean, there are lemon laws. If he sold you a car that was, you know, I'm not sure of the, the, the details surrounding the, the sale of the car, and if there's any chance for you to, you know, sue him in small claims court or something like that because he sold you a bad car, or 
I mean, is there any possibility that that could be? That's what I, yeah, that's what I was trying to lean towards too, trying to see if I could just sue him for, you know, for for the money that I have given him because I gave him five thousand dollars, and that, mm-hmm. and that's why I was trying to manifest, you know, the money so I can get it another way, so that I can get me a better car. Right, but if you can sue him and you really have legitimate cause of action to sue and win a case, then you might be able to recover your money as long as you, you know, return the car to him. Mhm. That's true. Yeah. So that would be a suggestion. Um, are you currently working? You no, I'm always, uh, retired. I'm on uh, Social Security. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, this car sale, was this a private party? Yes, it was. See, you're not, you don't have a contract. You know, you buy the car as is. So you're not, you know, go ahead. Yes, it was as is. It was just, a, you know, like an individual that owns a car lot, and I just, you know, purchased it from a him. Car lot. That's, but that's different. That's different well, than an individual. Did you sign any contract or any conditions upon sale? I just have the uh, just the just the bill of sale, and I've been having, trying to you know contact him to to release the car title in my name, and that's been unsuccessful too. Well, you can go to the Department of Motor Vehicles. You can go to Better Business Bureau. You can start to uh, uh, you know um, report him because in reporting him, that could be the threat he needs. He's not he's not potentially damaged by your personal threat trying to get back to him, he's ignoring you. But if you take it a step higher and start to report him in a legal way with the Better Business Bureau or with the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles or something that that would that would provide access for you in terms of your state, that would be a way mm-hmm. to process him. And we feel that okay. he will compensate you for that car that he sold you. We think it's going to be worked out, but you might have to put out a little bit more legal effort to do so instead of just calling him. That's easy for him to ignore. But the okay. fact that you use car dealership is in your favor because now it's business. It's not just personal. It's business. And if he sold, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to read over that contract. You've got to read over all the paperwork. Well, what exactly is wrong with the car? Uh, for one, it's uh, it's not run uh, it's not running right, and it has a uh, it has a lot of miles on it, and and the car wasn't the, it, the uh, I had to do a lot of repairs on it myself. So, but I bought it as ill, so I, I you know I took that as a loss, but. It's just the part that he's not, you know, he's not providing the the, the documents for the car. He's not giving me the the uh, the title oh. and things for the car to get uh, get registered. Well, that's that that's I mean, definitely illegal, right? So you can take five thousand. You can take them to small claims court, uh, and you can start reporting them. But if you do that, we think you're going to get your money back or something. Okay. That's the way to go. Yeah, That's I mean, you need to, to you need to you need to get if if he if he won't give up the pink slip, essentially, a judge would I would assume rule that you need to give him the car, and he pays you back. 
Yeah, that's what I that's what I was you know uh, hoping for anyway <laughs> to get it, try to see if I can get my money back out of him. But it's well, a hassle. I mean, obviously, it's a hassle to have to go through this. You, but yeah, there you have no other option. You, you see, if you do that with energy behind it, you're probably going to be successful. So you have to combine the physical activity of doing it with the energy field as well. And if you say you have 3000 in savings or something like that, and you want 5000 there's our 8000 that we discussed. Mm-hmm. So that's where we think it's going. Keep us posted. Okay. I sure will. Okay, Lisa. Good luck. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Um, let's bring on Kai. Hi, hi. Good morning. Hi. Nine twenty-two sixty-seven. What's up? My question is about um, what would be in my maybe in my past about clenching my jaw at night when I sleep, and um, it's not just my jaw; it's like my whole mouth gets really tight. And then um, I, you know, I have a night guard, but I'm trying to release the cause of it. And not right. You probably want the night, night guard, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that doesn't really, it does a little bit better. But, like, sometimes I wake up and my temples are, um, have pain in my temples, and that uh, that usually means I've been clenching at night. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I've chewed through a couple of night cards. Oh my! Actually. Yeah, I've always clenched. It's been a long-term problem, but um, so I understand it's uncomfortable. And have you seen a, aside from a dentist for the mouth guard, have you seen a doctor like that just specializes in TMJ or anything? Um, a chiropractor, but not. You see, you, uh, as I recall, Kate, you had a problem with uh, your face broke out. Yeah, you yeah. Had a rash. It's all that's all cleared up. Yeah, I know. I mean, it started at my skin, and then my legs, and then my face. And we were talking about Mexico and yeah, pirating. Well, you yeah. see, you your your chakra system is is. Um, affected by your attitude. So your chakra system here, we're dealing with the uh, face. I mean, it started off in the feet. That's the one first chakra. But then we get up to the face and the mouth, which is getting into the fifth chakra, not the sixth. So what the problem is, is that you're having problems because of residual energy that has occurred throughout your life that has filled you with tension and anger. Uh-huh. So you'd have to go back one way, since you're calling a psychic show and not a doctor show, one way to get rid yourself of some of this ailment and condition you have is to resolve some issues in your past. Probably, uh, I, would, I would guess maybe mother issues. I'm not sure. But there could be some strong issues in your past growing up where you were kind of mistreated a little bit? Uh, anything like that ring a bell? Well, um, 
I could see the connection is is of not talking. Like both my mom and dad didn't voice their um, feelings, and the two of them, when they would fight, it was just more like a silent treatment. So we all grew up to just kind of stay, keep things swallow things. Repressed. Yeah. And, Repressed. Yeah. So 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 uh, Kate. So now your clenched teeth, yeah. your your clenched teeth is an example of you of you closing your mouth and not expressing your anger or your feelings. So at night, what's happening is your 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 all your you know all of your frustrations, everything in your life is is comes out in the nighttime, and you clench your teeth because you're not supposed to talk, and that's where that's. That's the psychological condition. So yeah. what you've got to do is I would, you know, Kristen can contribute, of course, but I would do exercises where you open up your mouth really wide, stick out your tongue and yeah. go, ah, you know, you've got to get your mouth to open up. Yeah. And I do so like that cow. You know, like the really yoga phrase called cat cow where you, yeah, open that's and close. Right. So you got to do some of that, and you can do it um, with your legs sitting, you know, down. You lay down with your legs and your body, your stomach facing the floor. You raise your hand. You raise your hands upward so your torso is raised above the floor like a seal. And uh-huh, you do like it a Superman, they call it. But your your legs are on the ground. Your your hands are. Your legs are face are touching the ground. Your hands are, you lift, by your hands, you lift your torso up like a seal, and you bark like a seal. Oh. Or you, you see what I'm saying? You do it that way. Interesting. Yeah. I have not tried that, that before. With your, with your arms extended straight, not bent. Yeah. Because you've got to release this stuff. It's in your chakra system and in your kundalini and in your spinal cord. All of this energy is recorded in there. And this is what's causing some of the problems in my estimation. Yeah, and I remember on a couple of shows back, I mentioned something about a problem in your bed, possibly. And you were saying, well, my bed's yes. much more comfortable. And then we've got into pillows. But now Hello. now. Now it's getting deeper where you're having a problem with clenching at night. You didn't mention that before, and I don't know if it wasn't, was going on at that time. Well, because it was my neck. Yeah, before, well, no, clenching has been silly. It was um, in 2020. It was it's when, when COVID hit was when it started. When the clenching started? But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we just, I mean, we didn't talk about that. So that would have been no, kind no, of a no, vital no. point to mention if, if something's being picked up yeah. going on in your bed, clenching teeth at night would have been, you know, that would have qualified. Um, but also, you know, massage, massaging your, um, the joint of your jaw throughout the day can help to release some tension. I don't know what it feels like when you massage right now, if there's any soreness or discomfort. At my temples. It's at your temples, but is there any, at the joint of the jaw, is there any discomfort if you put pressure there? Um, kind of a little bit behind my ear. It's tight. 
Yeah. So, you know, light massage throughout the day can help to release, um, you know, on the temples and the jaw area, I would suggest that doing the exercises, the yoga exercises, and, um, you know, maybe further, further discussing this with your chiropractor. Is there um, karma attached to it and past life things that happened about? I know well, yeah. I'm not clear my childhood, well, but what about? Well, that's, I mean, the, bring child, this on? the childhood issue is karma because you were born into your family. You had, you know, our, our, Got it. Got you're, it. we have a choice <laughs> how we're brought into the world. I mean, we land where we land. And so that's karma. Yeah. That's karma. And so the, 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 the suppression of emotions in the home is coming up now in your body. Got it. So you're still dealing with that karmic issue. So, you know, there are ways to release that. But did you want to say something, Neil? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's the whole premise. You, you don't, you, your troubles don't start at birth. They start pre- previous to that. So we're, our yeah. dialogue here is going backwards. And we're just manifesting it into the present moment and seeing what some of the conditions are. But if you do this, that might help. Now, that that's pretty easy because you don't need to go to a therapist for this. You do this on your own and you release it. Now, in your own mind, you can also be releasing visually the tension that's been caused throughout your life. You know, you got to do that. And real quickly, there was an accident on a bicycle. So if we go back throughout your whole lifetime, have you ever rode a bicycle? Did you ever fall down? Anything about a bicycle? Um, yeah, definitely my whole childhood was around the neighborhood on a bike. And I remember that. I can picture that bike I had in grade school. Um, not any particular fall, but I'm sure I did, you know. Well, just the fact that you had a bike and it was important to you, um, yeah. Go back to that symbol and work that into either positive or negative. It sounds like it was positive. Work that into the agenda of your visualization. Okay. Okay, Kate. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Okay. We've got a couple other callers, 857 and 919. 857 is first, and then 919 will be getting to you momentarily. Hi. Hey, Neil. Hey, Kristen. How y'all doing? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's Kita. Hi. Hi. Um, K-E-D-A, right? Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So I wanted to see, as we approach this new year, in, in terms of transits in well, not even transits, but just from a numerology perspective, like, does this thing starting to light up a little bit, lighten up a little bit? <laughs> I think you always ask. <laughs> I have to. I have to. Yeah. I just yeah, want to know always... if we're still on track for 44. That's all. Okay. Give us your birthday again. January 30th, 1978. Yeah. Well, well, hmm. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. Well, your birth date has some, you know, you've got some 
difficulties, you're compounded. 29112, you've got a zero. Um, specifically, I mean, what's going on in your life right now that you're having issues with? Everything. Financial, just financial. Um, not not necessarily financial. Like I, I've been good in that regard. I think the biggest thing okay. is career, right? So like, well, it's, it's really that's like the- related. That's related. So your your career issue. Yeah. And am I remembering correctly that you wanted to be a singer, but that didn't happen? Yeah, that didn't happen. And and I'm okay with that because there's other creative avenues. I think, you know, you can do multiple things at the same time. But the biggest thing is the career piece because the work isn't working out. And so I'm ready to be an entrepreneur. I've been contemplating it. Um, it's just not moving as fast as I'd like it to move. Well, you're you're you know you're compounded, which is a problem. Twenty nine eleven twos always have some kind of problem. I mean, we, we all, all have do problems. people, but twenty nine eleven twos sometimes have problems, and <clears throat> a lot of times in the Department of Relationship. So you have to sort of link your current career considerations into the way relationships have been uh, coursed throughout your life. Would you say your relationships have been great? Positive, moderate, or negative? No, I, I don't do well building relationships with people. It's, it, it's like hit or miss. If it's yeah. one-on-one, it's usually easier. But if it's groups, forget it. Okay, so that's now we factor that into your karma because you came into the world based on that kind of karma. Something happened back there. And now we link it to your career path, which which means that if you're trying to create a career where there is going to be a large organization or you're working with a group of people, it's going to be more problematic than you working specifically with exactly. one person. Exactly. So being an entrepreneur is going to be more challenging because you really have to get out there and, and, and network. You know, it's not a one-on-one type of... It, it can be one-on-one visually because you're not working in a group like in a bank or in a store. Well, yeah, but as an entrepreneur, you've got to get your products out there. So you have to yeah. build a team around you that's marketing or you're doing it all yourself. And that means you're out in the field essentially trying to, you know, work with other people. So, Keita, I'm going to ask push you a your question. And don't worry about where I'm going. Don't worry about where my direction is. You just answer the question. Okay. Is there any okay. perfume or cologne nearby you, or do you even use it? Perfume cologne. Well, not cologne, but the perfume, yes. Perfume. perfume. You use it. Most women do. Yes. It's not an extraordinary question, but, but it's leading to something. Now, do you have any interesting, briefly, interesting stories to tell us about perfume? Just throw one out at us. So, interesting story. So, I made a spiritual bath one time, and, and, and it's significant to me because in the spiritual bath, I had to use perfume, and I used a bunch of perfumes, um, you know, that I have, and it was the best bath. I felt so expensive after I got out the bath. Okay. And so it, it always kind of stuck in my mind. Okay. So let's do, without you going into debt, do that again. 
And this time, when you do it, it's a real a ritualistic effort that you're doing, probably going back to ancient days in your past life, maybe Roman or something. Greece. Have you ever been to Europe or have you been to Greece or Rome? I have been. I, I, lived in, I lived in the Netherlands for a couple of months, yeah. Yeah. Not like, okay. Yeah. Got it. So and did you do any traveling when you lived there? Like I did. The adjacent countries. Yeah. I went to Belgium and I went to Turkey. Belgium and Turkey. Okay. Well, we're in the neighborhood. Well, and Turkey is very strong on Same perfume. Fit. Yeah. And they're famous for Turkish baths. Yeah. And Turkish baths. So we're in alignment. So go ahead and do that bath again. But this time, make it your own innovative, creative ritual that you're going to be doing well in business and career when you take that bath. And you're going to wash off all the sins and all the transgressions and all the negative energy, and you're going to replace that within the bath of having been replenished and uh, gifted. Okay. Okay. Um. Can I can I ask a question in regards to because I know that I think the last time we spoke, Kristen, you said when you're done with this journey, you don't want to come back, right? Um, can I can I ask um, does does the karma that you come in with does it subside or does it like lighten up or does it become resolved? Well, it's it's really it really is based on the individual, and sometimes people come into the world with so much karma that they're not able to get through their karma, and it's it has to be spread out over multiple lifetimes. What's interesting about your um, your birth date is you're a twenty nine eleven two, and if you were to return to the planet, you go up successively and karmic number and master number, and so you would be a thirty equals three. That number is in your day so it's kind of a warning sign you know a caution sign it's a warning sign well yeah you've got it in your karma that 30 so do you understand what i'm saying you'd be you'd be a 30 equals three in your next lifetime should you come back um so you want to do whatever you can to to get through the karma that you came into the earth with and not create new karma that would bring you back. So what numbers signify the karma that you come in with so that you can actively be conscious and be working on it? So that you don't have to like, it's not like compound karma. You know what I mean? Well, you are compounded. I mean, you did come, you did come in with compounded karma because you have to reduce twice. 29 is an 11. 11 is a 2. So uh. it's 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 already compounded and that may be why you feel that there's been such an extension in in the karmic journey that you're experiencing in your life. So how do I clean this up so that I don't that either one I can enjoy the rest of this journey, right? Cuz I don't think it's fair to come here and you suffer the whole journey. That is just stupid, right? At some point Things things should let up, and you should be able to enjoy some of this, at least while you're here, right? What do you do to help you kind of get through that so on a conscious level, where you're consciously working at one so that you're not accruing any more 
karma, which I don't know if that's possible. But two, you're cleaning up you're cleaning up what you came here to do. And then three, you enjoy it. How do you figure out in the numbers what you're supposed to be doing to clean this thing up? Well, I mean, what what conditions currently are you experiencing as far as karma that you feel is 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 karma that's been with you for your lifetime? I mean, what how so is that manifesting? Yeah, so the, the the biggest thing, there's two things, right? So there's one thing where I kind of, I incarnated into an environment where I had, where people were basically saying, like, you're not good enough, right? Like, But really, innately, I knew that I was. So it's kind of like, I have to believe what my spirit is telling me over what people are telling me. But that tape has has played out into my adult life where I'm getting in my own way, right? Too afraid to admit. And then the other thing is, from a work standpoint, and it's been like this since I started working, and it, and I traced it back to just being in groups, right? I'm yeah. usually the odd, I'm usually the odd man out. So when it yeah. comes to work in the traditional sense, it doesn't work. It doesn't matter where I go, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm just always usually the odd man out, and either I'm quitting or I'm being pushed out. And so in order for me to get the money to be my own boss, have to survive somewhere long enough in order to build up enough stake in order to do that. And that's where the frustration lies. I'm like, I can't get this to work. And so you have this psychological tape, essentially, that you're still playing in your head about how you were uh, ostracized by your family, not good enough. And then it's being carried over into environments where you're in groups and you're feeling the same way, essentially. Well, no. In the groups, I don't necessarily feel like I'm not good enough. That's not it. In the group, but you feel ostracized. You feel ostracized from the group. You, yes, because usually that's I am. The, the tape yeah, is getting in the way of me being able to say, okay, I believe in myself enough. Let me take a little piece of my savings and just step out on faith. I can do this. You see what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. right, wrong, indifferent, whether I, whether I win or whether I lose or whether I fall flat on my face, I can, I can do this because I believe in God and I believe in myself in order for me to conquer this. That's the problem. It's the blind faith in myself. Well, you know, sometimes if you have a dwelling and it's, it's in ill repair and you keep trying to fix it and it just keeps getting worse, sometimes you have to demolish the whole building and build a new building on the land mm. that you own. What you need to do is demolish in your mind your entire upbringing and everything that's ever happened to you that's negative and create, at least visually create, a different kind of upbringing. You've got to create in your world a fairy tale that you grew up under the best conditions, never had any problems, so that from the ground up, from your first chakra up, you're creating this image that you've had a perfect life. And by the time you've done that, and it doesn't matter if it's it's reality, just creating a new zone in your brain to, to, to put out in your body that there's a different history you've had. And by the time you've done that, the theory would be that that now your life is going to be changed because you're not rooted visually to the same history you're, you've been accustomed to. 
So that would mean tearing down your whole, you know, you don't have to go crazy over it, but tearing down your whole history and now creating, you can call it a fairy tale, creating mm-hmm. in your mind a perfect life. Just be a, a narrator and create it with you as the main character and keep that zone in your mind so that, that now we can build a new home. And, and it's much better to do it that way because you're concerned about the present and the future. You know, who cares about the past? So destroy it. Get rid of it right now. The point is you want a future that's bright. So let's start from the ground up. That's what I would suggest to do if you can understand what I'm saying and not. No, I get it. I get it. It's, it's, it's reprogramming my thoughts. I get it. No, I get it. I get it. And it makes absolute sense. I get it. So it's basically walking in and creating a walking in a new energy, right? Creating a new tape. I get it. That's it. I get it. Okay. So I'm one last question. Nothing too involved. Is this is this is this is the thirty three what is it? The is it the three thirty? Three thirty equals three. So you're now twenty nine eleven two. If you came back, you'd be a thirty equals three. Is that an easier life path? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not necessarily. I mean, it just depends. You know, it, it depends on the individual. I mean, you have okay. thirty equals threes. That I mean, you know, every person is different depending on what their their past life journeys have been comprised of. So. It depends. It just depends on the individual. I mean, if you're debating, you know, well, will I have an easier journey? Will be, I mean, easier journey in what sense? Are you asking if you, if you came back as a 30 equals three, you're going to be born into a family that accepts you and you're going to be able to, you know, establish your life uh, according to your dreams. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't approach I wouldn't approach it like that necessarily. See, here I just meant is it like le- less karma? So does that mean well, no. that if you're advancing no. to another life path that you resolve some karma like you've ascended? No. It you're coming back to the planet. So you didn't transcend in the lifetime that you previously were in. So the karma actually you're you're accumulating more karma. 291112 is difficult because you're compounded, but when you come back as a 30 equals three, you've got a zero in there, which is problematic. The zero is problematic. And your your karma is higher. You're a 30. I mean, then you know, you go up 31, 32, 33, 30, then you know, get up to a 37, so you have more fixed karma that you come in with. It's a longer duration of fixed karma. And then your transcendent phase, which should begin, you know, at the age of your karmic change, 29 for you, 30 for, you know, the person that's a 30 equals three, um, then there's more flexibility. But, but if you don't resolve karma, most people don't. If the resolve, resolve the karma that you came in with within that time period, then you just carry karma with you into your transcendent phase. So no, it's not uh. necessarily easier. And and people make the mistake. We had someone call um, last show uh, who who 
is a 40 equals four and was saying, well, I'm out of my karma now. And no, you're, you're, you have karma for your entire life. (laughs) I got it. Even if you make a great transition at the age that you have your karmic turnover, you still have karma throughout your life because you're on the planet. That's why you said you don't want to come back. (laughs) I get it now. I I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Some people want to come back because they want to achieve their goals that they didn't, you know, they didn't, uh, you know, realize their dreams that weren't realized in their last lifetime. But coming back doesn't necessarily ensure you're going to even be in that same path. You know, you could come back as a 30 equals three and be an electrician. Oh, that would it doesn't, suck. Yeah, you know, what I mean? so it doesn't mean you're going to be. Well, now Kitty gets to be a singer or an entrepreneur in the next lifetime. You could have a totally different set of circumstances that you're dealing with. And I no, see. yeah, I see. I got it. Well, okay. I I appreciate you. Thank you. And I'm sorry to the next person. I I wanted to no, make no. sure that I'm being respectful of other people. But thank you all. You all are awesome as, as usual. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kita. Good luck. Okay, and I believe we have Kay on the line. Hold on. Hi. Hi, Kay. Hey. Um, So I sent you guys uh, in last and um, that, um, as Neil had said in the last call, he just kind of felt maybe they had gone with another candidate, and they did. I can't understand that. Yeah, it's hard to understand you. Right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. Okay, okay. Sorry, I turned the volume up. I'm so sorry about that. So, uh, so but yeah, as in. So, so Kay emailed yesterday, remember? And she was supposed. She was looking for that job at GE. Last yeah. time she called, we said call the recruiter again. But I, you know, there was concern because so such uh, there a lot of time had passed since you had applied. So there was concern about whether you got the position or not, and you didn't. Unfortunately, we're really sorry about that so you're fading out again your voice can you hear me now that's better okay sorry sorry yeah i'm not in the best of spirits right now so i apologize for that um that's okay i guess my 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 question is and i was listening to the previous caller and it just sounds so familiar and i mean actually both called the one with the (laughs) the jaw condition i I'm just tired of my, I'm just tired of the pain. This this job that I'm on, I really wish I would have never taken it. I truly do. I truly do. Because this job has totally, totally taken its toll on me mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I, I am really broken. And I know I should not just speak those things and just leave it there, but I have to be real in it because I am, I am just tired. I am exhausted. I'm literally completely exhausted from this job. Um, I can't seem to do a single thing right with this manager. Not a thing. Not a thing. Not one thing. Even whenever it's something that is done in the correct way, I get, uh, I might get a half-ass correct, I mean, good, but there's always, I could have done something differently, or we want to look at doing it differently. It's never positive, and that's just, I, I can't do this any longer. I, I just can't. 
and there are no prospects. So when we exchanged emails, you, you stated um, that there was nothing in terms of the jobs you've applied for that are possibilities. I, I have applied for a couple of other things. Well, actually, several things, but I applied for two things that seem very positive. Uh, I will say that the recruiter was very, very very nice, and she has been very helpful. I did reach out to her. Um, she stated that the reason it had been a delay in getting back with me because the hiring manager had chosen another candidate, but they were trying to find somewhere to see if there was something else because they were really impressed with me. Uh, unfortunately, there wasn't anything in their area, uh, but the recruiter asked me to please stay in contact with her and that they would definitely uh, she would keep me in mind. I did find something else on GE. It's the same title, um, same kind of position. And I say same kind, but it's in a different uh, division. So she was going to check that out for me. Um, and I'm, I know it's about my energy and my how I feel about things, but right now I, I don't even know how to even feel excited about that because it's, I'm just really, really down right now. <laughs> just needing, needing something, something uplifting, something positive. So. Well, the the good news is you're 54 and you're on a multiple. You started a multiple of nine times six as we speak, which is a, you're in a, you're in a zone right now where change can be possible. Um, what is the nature of your work again? What do you do? Contract management. Contract, Contract management. Yeah. Uh, do you ever work with the city? Yeah. Uh, I worked with the state before. Um, I haven't worked with worked the city. With- Everything is very political. So it's kind of, you worked with the state before, but now you're with a, isn't it corporate that you're with? Yeah. Corporate? Yeah, I'm back in corporate. Uh-huh. Is weird. For some reason, I'm getting a vibe about, have you, do you, do you ever eat honey? <laughs> I know this is like. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, because I'm getting, I got an image of honeycomb. I don't know if there's like what the bee situation is in your area. But then it transformed into honey. So you do eat honey? Yes. Hmm. Like in your tea? Yes, in my tea. Um, I washed my hair the other day, and as a conditioner, I had honey and olive oil that I put in my hair. Okay. Honey and olive oil. Because there's something with the honey. Well, you see, the the issue here, I would believe, would be pollination. Yeah. So what my suggestion, is it possible for you to apply for a job with the city, not the state? Um, I can. My son works for the city. He just started. Um, I can. And I don't, I don't, sometimes there's. Conflict? It becomes an issue. Yeah, sometimes it can be. And it is very, very political. City would be Atlanta. I mean, I could check to see if there's anything in the, in the town that I live in, but um, it, it's so political. When you would you be considered overqualified for a city job? 
Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I, you know, we're trying to help you, and you're not happy. Right. You're not happy now. You're working for the state. No, she doesn't work for the state now. She works for corporate. She worked for the state in her job. She left that job for a corporate job, and she's miserable. And you've been in this job for what, four or five months? I can't remember. Um, six, uh, six, uh, almost six months now. Yeah, that's Almost. Okay, but it's been a short time. But the previous job you were with yeah. for three years or four years or something like that. Two years. Two and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost three. So what does she do as a contractor with corporate? What do you, what's the... It's medical a, contracts, right? I'm, medical? I'm, 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 I'm contract management and the company I work for is um, medical education for physicians and, uh, well, for healthcare providers. Let me put it that way. And the problem is with your bosses first on the first base, it started out as her being inappropriate, but now she's starting to attack you in your oh, position. Yeah. And that wasn't yeah. initially what was happening. It was just you having a, an issue with her inappropriateness, but it's, it's yeah. actually started to get compounded as far as the problems mm-hmm. you're experiencing. Yeah. Well, your problems yes, I've with, gone to you know, HR with her. Yeah. You're born on the 29th, so you've got problems with people from karma. That's not surprising. Mm-hmm, yeah. You have a nine, which is to your strength. And, and you, you have are a six, nine. Six in your, uh, you know, uh, all I can say to you is that there, if, if I were you, without expecting to work for the city, I would go to the city and just apply. Because this is your treasure hunt. You're on a map, and if some something's telling me to tell you to go to the city and just apply for work, maybe that's not where you're going, but that's where you need to just base part of your journey. Is there any type of position within the city, though, that's open or an adjacent city to the one that you live? Um, I, you know, it's so funny you say that because I'm looking at the, the city that I live in now. They don't even have anything posted. They, there's no positions open. Um, yeah, there's nothing. So else. there's nothing in your city. So maybe an adjacent, because I'm thinking adjacent city, plus you have that conflict with your son working for the city. How far is the nearest major city? I mean, you're in Atlanta, and I don't know the. I'm, I'm in Douglasville, and so my son works in Atlanta. So Atlanta would be the, the major city. So there's I'm, no I'm like. Um, they're smaller towns, uh, smaller cities, and I can check around, but either, and that's, a, that's why I said it's very political. So if it is a job, and, and this is not insulting to anything, but it, it could be something like parks, maintenance worker, which I would not qualify, and the money, I'd have to have that. So I, it would, it, right, I couldn't survive off that. Or it's going to be some big job like city manager or uh, something that works under um, an elected official, which sometimes, like I said, is very political, and they'll bring in. So it's very there's very little in between in city jobs, but that doesn't mean that I will not look. I mean, I definitely will. Well, look. would you could you know I'm ignorant right now, but could you work for a hospital under your title? Yes, yes, I used to work for a hospital. Um, okay, so if we look at city hospitals. And you go to city hospitals and apply. Could that have any attitude of success for you? 
Um, yeah, I've definitely tried. I have tried for several hospitals. Um, there's not, um, I mean, the one that would be equivalent to what you're saying is um, one of the one of the ones that I've worked for. So it's almost like a monopoly, and that was really how I ended up um, losing my job with them, meaning that they downsized in our department. No, let me rephrase that. It became redundant. My position became redundant. That's what it was because the hospital system, the healthcare system, was buying so many different hospitals. So when they brought that last one, that hospital was a larger hospital. I think it had uh, maybe 500 beds or something like that. Anyway, it was a big system, and their legal department had equivalent to my job. So it kind of became redundant and phased out to the point where my position that I was in, they actually ended up splitting it into two lower paying positions. So where I was like the legal director, they made it out of two paralegals. So it was like they had a stronger need for the lower level work or the mid-level work versus someone with leadership. Well, why don't you just, you know, maybe it's the hospital. Look at some hospitals and go there. Maybe maybe that leads where you could be going where you're going to be happier, but that's my suggestion. Okay, definitely. I, I, will, I will definitely look. I won't rule anything out. I just know I have to have yeah. something different because I can't continue to function this way. I mean... I, it's just hard to breathe, hard to manage, hard to think, to do anything. So. Okay. Well, well, you know, keep in close contact with us. Let us know how the further applications go and also, you know, what your recruiter might suggest. It sounds like she's willing to work with you and help you um, find something. So, yes. you know, that's our suggestion. Try to keep positive. I know it's hard. Right. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. But thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, we're back on the air on Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Talk to you then.